Hello and welcome to ESPN Quick Info Stump Mike. We're down to the final three in IPL 2021. I'm Kartikar and with me today is first up Varun Shetty. Varun, commiserations first of all. Another year where RCB fall just a little short. <laughs> you know, this year I was actually uh, uh, me and G Stats, another regular on the show are bullish on KK or going through and winning this title. And I've been calling it for the last week or so. So I've just sort of like soothed myself saying, you know, this was meant to happen. And uh, it's what happened. So I'm, I'm all right. Yeah. I'm all right. Yeah. At, at least your prediction is about two matches away from, from coming true. Along with uh, Varun today on Stump Mike is Debayan Sen. Debayan, quickly, why did it go wrong for RCB in their Eliminator versus Kolkata Knight Riders? Yeah, I think uh, fundamentally, anyway, the match was skewed in favour of KKR also because of the conditions, the fact that they were playing in Sharjah. And if you look at the two matches, uh, which I'm sure we'll talk about at length uh, thus far, both DC and RCB made a few tactical errors, which cost them because the margins are very fine between these four teams. There's not much to choose between them. And I think eventually the slight experience that both uh, KKR and CSK hold uh, went through for them. And if it's any consolation for Varun, I was completely wrong on both counts because my prediction was for a DC uh, RCB final. So we could still have one of those at the finalists. But yeah, it looks quite unlikely at this stage. Yeah, okay. So we, we'll, we'll come to RCB because we'll have a lot to chat about, about that franchise, including the fact that yesterday was Virat Kohli's last match as skipper for them after what was it, 11 seasons. But first, let's start with the victors yesterday, the team that has qualified to qualify to where they will face the Delhi Capitals, the Kolkata Knight Riders. How, Varun, what has changed in, in the UAE leg of IPL 2021? What was it? Two wins in like seven games when, when, when we were in India many months ago. And now they've won, I think out of eight, they won, they won six. Yeah, what, what has changed for sure is one of the things that Brendan McCullum had said was wrong with them, which was they seem to be jittery. They seem to be second-guessing themselves. Uh, and they just weren't... Uh, the kind of, I mean, to quote uh, Siddharth Monga's piece on our site uh, on KKR the other day, they weren't the sort of T20 laboratory that they usually are, uh, you know, experimenting and uh, throwing people up the order, getting uh, getting an all-rounder out of nowhere in an Indian batter, these sort of things. Um, it's essentially that that was missing. Uh, once they sorted that out, uh, it, it obviously is much easier to sort something like that out when you have six or seven months in the middle. Uh, you can't change something like that. Uh, in the middle of the season. So, I think it's safe to say that that break helped has helped KKR more than it has helped anyone else because uh, they could come back with a fresh perspective, uh, really had nothing to lose when they came in. They were seventh place when the second half began. And uh, ultimately, their recruiting and the 11 that they have is geared for aggressive cricket. And that's that's been on full show and because the mental but, but side... You say that, you say that, Varun, but this 11, very early on in this leg, they lost Andre Russell, yeah. who is probably one of the top 3-5 T20 batters, at least in, in, in the world, or hitters. In fact, he's probably the best there. And, and they've still done so impressive, impressively well that you're saying that they are title contenders and you, in fact, fancy them to win the title. Yeah, simply because they showed it yesterday against RCB that without Andre Russell, they could still be aggressive in a chase. And how did they manage to do that? They managed to do that because in their recruiting, they have identified people who can hit sixes. 
and they've identified people who can play spin. So the play, guys who play spin for that team are Tripathi and uh, uh, Rana. The guys who can hit for them are Narayan, Morgan and Russell uh, and Karthik, of course. So there's no real reliance on Russell to be the hitter every time. There's no real reliance on one of Rana or, like, or just one of Tripathi to be playing that middle overs role. Uh, and there's freedom for Venkatesh Iyer up front as well to be the hitter in the power play. So the way they've set their team up, they don't, they won't really feel the absence of one player, even if that player is Russell, because in the bargain they got four overs of Shakib on that pitch, uh, and not to mention his calm finishing at the end. So it's a really well set up team. Uh, it's a team that, even if they have to go to a second option, that option usually is also a very aggressive option. It's not like you have a, you know, you, you fault on your first serve and you, you got to sort of like slow it down on the next. They don't have that sort of ethos because their team is set up that way uh, and their coach and their captain uh, encourage. So, so, so you're saying they're like the Daniel Medvedev. I remember <laughs> that US Open final. His second serves were sometimes faster yeah. than his first. And, I, and that's coming from a Djokovic fan. I was, that, that was superb. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that that's KKR for me. They, they, they're all out attack and uh, uh, like Debayan said, uh, Bit of a luck with the draw that they're playing in Sharjah, uh, and they've, they've made they've come together perfectly. Yeah, Shakibul Hasan, the, the best number eight ever, Devan in, in T20 cricket. You know, it was a it was a little funny yesterday when when Shakib came out to bat and the match was a bit close, and you had Owen Morgan, who was your 2019 World Cup winning captain. You had Shakibul Hasan, who was arguably one of the players of that of that tournament, and the commentary was suggesting that RCB are almost into the tail. I, I couldn't help but raise an eyebrow there. Like, oh, tail, this is Shakib and Morgan. They're, they are going to do it. Yeah, I think more than anything else, what the commentators were alluding to is that this IPL has had a, a number of crazy finishes where you just cannot, you know, predict how a team can shoot itself in the foot. Uh, but yes, just carrying on with the points which uh, Varun raised, I think, in a sense, Andre Russell not being there has helped the team because it's allowed them to play Shakib. That gives them a bit more balance, especially in these conditions. Uh, on top of that, another fortuitous thing for them which has been there is that Lockie Ferguson is a regular starter. Uh, maybe that wasn't happening previously because of Pat Cummins being in the side. Um, he's been outstanding. He's you know got that raw pace and he's got also the ability to sort of hit the deck you know, back of a length, which has been quite useful on these slightly uh, two-paced tracks. And of course, the emergence of Venkatesh Iyer, what's really impressed me about his emergence is that it's also allowed uh, Shubman Gill to play a lot more freely. You would recall that last year when we when we were doing regular podcasts as well as uh, video shoots, I would sometimes criticize him as a T20 player. Uh, but I think he's shown himself uh, to have evolved a little bit. Maybe the confidence of having played regularly for India has helped. So he's playing a few more shots. He's being a little bit more uh, adventurous in his stroke play. And he's doing it without really slogging. So th- I think that's the approach, as Varun correctly said, that it's an attack-first approach and that's really paying dividends for them simply because of the kind of balance that they have in their team. And not to forget, Dinesh Karthik has also batted much better this year than he has done probably in the past couple of seasons. Your, your mention of Lockie Ferguson just, just got me thinking about... It's something about KKR, Varun and, and Rob Pace, right? I mean, they, they've had Shoaib Akhtar at one point of time. They had Brett Lee. I, I mean, I'm guessing I'm forgetting a few as well. There, there is something about that side. Let's look forward to their... Qualifier 2 versus versus the Delhi Capitals. And we'll bring in Delhi also into this conversation and their loss to CSK. Uh, you're saying KKR are our favourites, but this is a Delhi side that that topped the table, that seemed to be winning 
it seems like it's tough for them to lose two games in a row. Uh, well, it is, and historically, it, it's much easier for the team that has finished in the top two to actually end up in the final. Uh, the other thing, of course, is that Delhi has been at it for like two or three seasons now. So at this point in time of in that journey, you've got to believe that they've kind of figured out a way to get through. Uh, but then, who knows, you know, because RCB haven't been able to do that in years. Um, so, they, they they are a solid team. Uh, I just thought uh, they sort of gave it away in, just after the power play when they started losing wickets uh, after Prithvi Shaw's great start against uh, CSK. Uh, if they weren't four down at the halfway stage, you know, they might have pushed 190 on that pitch. Uh, and it was a very good pitch. So, uh, just a couple of tactical errors like that. Uh, of course, the balance of their team was really affected because of Ripal Patel going out and Tom Curran coming in. Uh, that's something perhaps they'll have to look at as well. Uh, but uh, they definitely have the goods to be in the final. Any complaints about Tom Curran bowling, bowling that final over to MS Dhoni over Kagiso Rabada? Um, not particularly. I mean, I, I can see why they did it. Uh, he was the best and most confident bowler on the night. He was the one who had brought them back in. Uh, him and Shreya Sayur combined. Shreya Sayur with two catches and a run out. In like seven balls, it was these two who basically brought uh, Delhi back into the game after that big partnership. Uh, I can see why he went for it. It's it's not like there's no right or wrong in this uh, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, there, there wasn't a right bowler to give. You can make a case for both. Uh, the easier case to make for Rabada is that you know he has more pace. Uh, and that is probably at this point of Dhoni's career something you go with. Uh, the guy with more pace. Uh, but having said that, Rabada himself has been pretty poor in the in the death overs. I think he's going at something like 12 or 13 per over this season. Uh, so, you know, there, there's a case to be made for either of them and a case for, to be made for either of them to not be bowling. Uh, I personally maybe would have gone with Rabada because I said, you know, the pace, the thing about the pace. But uh, Dhoni, Dhoni was in the zone that day. I don't think anyone would have stopped him. Devan, before we come to you about, about DC versus KKR, Varun, one final word from you about, about Delhi. Is Ashwin's form a concern, both for the franchise in, in, in qualifier 2 and for India as well? Um, for India, I don't he's not He's not getting his quota of overs, which, which is a bit surprising. Yeah, he's not. Uh, I mean, to be, to be fair, he was actually removed from the attack by some really good batting from Uttapa. Uh, but uh, I don't know. It, 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 this seems to be the norm that he doesn't go through four overs. And, uh, well, it seems to it, it, it's worked for uh, Delhi Capitals. They're clearly not confident in going with just five bowlers. So that's, that's where this whole issue is coming up. Uh, if they went with five bowlers, they would have an extra batter. Ashwin would bowl four overs and, you know, most things would be settled. Um, but uh, I don't think it's a concern per se for the, for, uh, the World Cup. Uh, I do, I'm not so sure Ashwin makes India's starting 11. Right. Uh, so, no, I wouldn't look too deep into that. Yeah, sure. The T20 World Cup is is a discussion for another day. Deban, your favourite side, the Delhi Capitals, they're in, they're in qualifier too. Like what like I mentioned, they have a second chance, a second crack at reaching the final and facing CSK for a fourth time this season. Who are you fancying? We know Varun's going with KKR all the way. Who are you fancying? Yeah, I think it's it's difficult to see KKR slipping up in Sharjah against uh, this Delhi team, which, as Varun alluded to, is struggling a little bit in terms of team balance. I think the Stoinis injury has affected them a bit. 
uh, I wish we had G stats on the pod so we could pull his leg about his, you know, <laughs> perhaps his least favorite <laughs> cricketer or the one that he undermines or underestimates the most. But I think Stoinis is definitely uh, very, very pivotal to the kind of uh, form that they've had over the past couple of years. And his absence is making a huge difference. Uh, more than anything else, it is affecting their batting. The fact that they are uh, effectively going in with very long tails in every match, trying to compensate by sometimes throwing Ashwin up front, sometimes throwing Akshar Patel, but I don't think that works as well. And one more thing, which, I mean, yesterday I was uh, shooting the Hindi uh, uh, preview for this uh, particular match, and I was asking Gautam Gambhir that, is there a case for Amit Mishra to perhaps play? And he rightly said that, look, I mean, he could have played, but it's perhaps too late now. Because if they had to give him a game, they had to give one earlier in the CUA he liked. Uh, because you, I think what they're also struggling with is picking up wickets in the middle overs. That's where they lost essentially the game against CSK. Uh, once they got that early wicket, uh, after that, that penetration wasn't there. And as Warren rightly said, it was a very good batting track. So they were probably anyway 15-20 runs short. And with that, really, I mean, Chennai had no business making it such a close match. They should have closed it out much earlier. Uh, credit to Delhi for fighting the way that they did. But yeah, they were outplayed fair and square in that uh, qualifier. So they'll really have to raise their game. Uh, their batters will have to come to the party. Um, I believe uh, Punts was perhaps just the first 50 by a Delhi batter in the entire UAE leg. So that tells you that they haven't batted well enough. It also tells you how good their bowlers have been. But your bowlers won't keep bailing you uh, game in and game out. Uh, particularly against a team like KKR, which bats very deep. It's going to be quite a challenge for them. So... Yeah, I mean, Delhi will have to play really out of their skins to win this one. Shaw, Dhawan, Ayer, Pant. You, you, you don't get many better than that, Diban, though. At least on paper. Yeah, you don't. But uh, it all comes at a sort of a risk uh, and uh, reward benefit analysis. So that's what we have seen often with Delhi. That they are not able to really play risk-free cricket because they know that their batting doesn't have a lot of depth. I think Hetmeyer has done well in recent games. He's sort of coming into his own, but he's uh, yet to be really one of those bankable uh, sort of foreign players who you know that if he comes in, he'll definitely uh, smash a quick-fire 40 or a 50. Uh, that's that's the kind of uh, depth that you need ideally in a team. They've not really been able to find that balance. They've tried you know, Lalit Yadav. Uh, they've tried Steve Smith. Um, I know that uh, Gotham is a big you know, advocate of Steve Smith playing this uh, qualifier. So, let's see what if, if that comes true. I mean, maybe that won't be a bad idea. But yeah, uh, let's not forget that that will leave them one bowler short. And especially, as you rightly pointed out, if Ashwin is not completing his quota of overs, then it's going to put pressure on the entire team. Uh, just a word on Ashwin. I'm not sure what really is going on with him. But uh, just looking at the way that he's bowled or uh, maybe the couple of times that I've seen him bowl, he seems to be trying too hard. It's almost as if he's trying to bowl magic balls every delivery. That doesn't really work in T20. And I think he's been at his most effective when he's been a wicket-taking bowler. It's almost as if right now he's trying to outthink the batter and trying to restrict them from scoring and in the process going for runs. So maybe there's that uh, sort of strange uh, mind games that he's playing with himself and ending up sort of tripping over himself. I think he needs to go back to his strength. He's really been a good uh, bowler. And I think they will persist with him simply because KKR has a lot of left-handers and we know that he enjoys bowling to left-handers. Maybe it won't be a bad idea to uh, open the bowling with him, get a couple of overs of him out in the power play itself. Varun, hand on heart, when MS Thoni came out in, in, in that chase, did, did you feel something? I, I did. And I'll be very honest, I did. I wanted, I like Delhi a lot and I wanted them to win, win last year and this year maybe as well. But in that instance, I just wanted CSK to do it. I wanted MS Thoni to do it. Well, I did feel something, but what I felt was completely opposite to what you felt, I think. 
my first reaction was like oh my god they've done it again they've kept jadeja back uh, that that was my first reaction because there's clear evidence now that jadeja has been uh, quite sensational for csk this season uh, especially i mean he has he has like 70 runs of 30 balls in the last over itself this season something like that uh, so uh, there's i mean of, of course 35 of them came against harshal patel in one over so got to take that with a pinch of salt uh, but yeah i mean my my first reaction was oh my god they've done it again uh, but i think a lot of it went his way first thing is there has never been an instance in the ipl uh, apart like barring a spinner bowling to dhoni that a domestic bowler bowls to dhoni and doesn't lose the plot completely uh, especially young bowlers uh, it's happened to umesh yadav and it happened to avesh khan there's just something about being a young cricketer in india uh, standing at the top of a mark and looking at dhoni that very understandably is intimidating uh, and the moment it was avesh bowling the 19th i felt like okay uh this this could be an in for dhoni uh, whether he's been struggling or not whether avesh has pace or not uh the presence of dhoni against a young domestic bowler is something that has always worked in dhoni's favor so uh, when when that sort of happened uh and he hit hit him for the six uh, which was technically avesh trying to use his pace and bowling short and dhoni sort of just swatted it away uh then then i sort of sort of felt like okay may, maybe they, they were they were right to do this uh, and then i i sort of felt like this this is slipping away from uh, delhi because rishabh pant <laughs> at the toss itself himself said he is nervous uh, he could yeah. he, he could barely cough a word out in front of ian bishop <laughs> and uh, the the pressure was starting to tell you could see it on his face towards the end over there and uh, when csk got into the last over i i felt like okay they were they were going to get over the line Yeah, 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 totally. And you know what, Tiban, I understand that the headlines went, went, went to Dhoni, but it would, it would not be right of us to, to leave CSK in into the final without a word on both Rutraj Kaikwad and Robin Utapa. Rutraj, we have seen throughout the season, he's been brilliant. Where did that come from, from Robin Utapa? Yeah, I mean, uh, you you believe that it had to come because he's a quality batter and he's been short of runs for a long, long time. It's been. Uh, I mean, he's he's a fine player, which is why it's been a little embarrassing to see him struggle in recent uh, seasons. Sometimes, you know, just not able to time the ball, just not able to hit it out there. I think, in a way, it worked for him. The fact that it was a qualifier, so there was really no question of a retake. There was a decent enough target to aim at, and he came in quite early. So there were many things going in favor of him. But yeah, full credit to him for the way he batted. I don't think Delhi particularly bowled very cleverly to him. Gave him a lot of. Uh, balls in his zone which he likes to hit he likes to you know drive uh, straight in the v he likes to play on the up and there were plenty of balls which he could do that off and i completely agree with you because uh, let's not forget that dhoni may have made 18 not out from 6 but two of them were you know wild wafts which he missed and one was an inside edge which could so easily have gone chopped on to the stumps and barring that he got a few pretty ordinary balls so he made the most of everything which came his way but one felt that yeah i mean the entire world particularly social media was getting a little bit too carried away but that's that's the power of nostalgia you know when dhoni has been such a champion player when he has struggled so much both for country and for you know club level in recent years uh, everybody felt quite nice that he was able to do it again but 
uh, as I mean, you know, our Hindi desk is full of lots of uh, MSD fanboys, and they were exulting, and you know, they were trying <laughs> to rub it in my face that oh, were you Delhi supporter? I just felt that you know, Dhoni has one big performance, but he also has one potentially really lousy performance in the playoffs in him, and uh, maybe it's a good thing that the good performance is out of the way from an opposition perspective because there's every chance that the final might come in a similar situation, and he might come in and just. You know, hamper uh, Chennai's chances in a tight uh, finish again. Let, let's look look towards the final. We know Chennai. We don't know Chennai's opponent, but this is Dhoni's Varun. What is it? His tenth IPL final. Yeah. My God, yeah, that that is that 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 is crazy. I I know that he's lost. I think more more than more than he has won them. But without knowing the opposition, are you for or against Chennai? I mean, I, I wouldn't go for or against, but I see them winning if it's DC again. Uh, I don't see them winning so straightforwardly if it's KKR. Uh, just for the simple fact that CSK, like RCB yesterday, don't really have any express uh, pace options. Uh, so I see KKR trying the Narayan gambit again. Uh, and Narayan thrives on medium pace bowlers, bowling length or <laughs> yeah. to him. Uh, and there are quite a few of that variety in uh, CSK's attack. Uh, they also don't have anywhere near as good spin as KKR do. And spin is something that you can really tie CSK down with, as KKR have done multiple times. Uh, Varun, just to just to clarify, so you're talking about spin. So, Shakib is available if KKR, for both the qualifier two and if KKR make the final, right? Uh, no, that is a question mark at the moment because uh, I think Bangladesh have a practice game today and a practice game on Thursday. Uh, and then their tournament begins. So at some point, uh, Shakib will have to join the camp. Uh, I would be surprised if he's not joined the camp for the World Cup uh, during the uh, practice uh, matches itself. Uh, but he, he hasn't yet. Yet he's, he's still with KKR. Yeah. So I mean, the, the, it's it's that it's 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 two ways with Shakib and Bangladesh always. <laughs> you can mm. you can sort of believe that he wouldn't do it, and Bangladesh should be okay with it. Because, uh, well, let's let's be fair. Shakib has been Bangladesh for the last ten years. So, um, I mean, he's still playing in a high level tournament. Uh, he's he's still their main man. He's going to bat three for them for sure. Uh, so, I suppose if anything, Bangladesh could use the time to test some some of their bench out. Uh, so I don't know. The other thing, of course, is whether Russell will be fit by then. Uh, I am now tempted to say that they don't need Russell yet. Uh, I don't. I'm tempted to say if he's available for the final, they. I would rather still play Shakib because of the simple fact that Russell is coming back from a hamstring injury, and we know from following football that hamstring injuries don't heal uh, in a matter of weeks. So, uh, even if you get a Russell, you're getting him at 50% fitness. What does that do to your bowling balance uh, as opposed to keeping Shakib? Because, like I said, they don't really miss Russell as much uh, because there are still other people who get the quick runs. So, uh, yeah, there's, there's, that could be one of the big factors, of course, in the final. Uh, but uh, just getting back to what I was saying earlier, I, I see KKR being able to beat CSK. Uh, I don't see DC being able to beat CSK. Uh, for the immediate match, which is qualifier two between KKR and CSK, both Varun and Debayan are going with the Knight Riders as as their favourites. Now, before we end this podcast, let's circle back to the Royal Challengers Bangalore. 
the side that were eliminated in, in, in the Eliminator. And it was Virat Kohli's Dibayan's last match as captain of, of, of RCB. I mean, I think he first took over captaincy when in 2011. So that's 11 seasons of him. If you had to rate, say, out of 10, how, how, how highly would you rate Virat Kohli? Because he's, he's done a lot. And in his own words and in the words of his teammates for, for the culture of the franchise, they're, they're, they're reaching, they're playing at a good, at a decent level. But but here's the thing, that there is no trophy to show for it. Yeah, I think it's not so much the absence of trophies. Of course, that does make a difference, but that's only cosmetic. I think also the fact that they've been through a lot of ups and downs as a franchise under his captaincy. I think he uh, took over full-time probably only in 2013 or 2014, one of the two, uh, once when uh, Daniel Vittori stepped down. Um, since then, it's been a little bit up and down for RCB. When they've been good, they've been really good. But then when they've really flopped, they've been quite bad. I guess they've not been particularly helped by the Bengaluru weather, especially in seasons in which it's been held in India. Uh, maybe on a few occasions, they've had matches washed out, which have affected their uh, qualification for playoff uh, chances. Um, so on a scale of 10, maybe I'd give him a 6 because he's by and large led by example with the bat. I don't think he's been tactically as good as you would hope for somebody who's been in the job that long. And uh, maybe that, to an extent, has been a reflection also of what we have seen in his captaincy for India. That in white ball cricket, there are moments when he misses out certain little things which he could do slightly differently. Um, which probably doesn't affect him as much in test matches because that's where you have a little bit more time to make up for your lapses. Um, I mean, there's no arguing the fact that uh, against the fact that he's a very good captain. But he's not been able to crack it at IPL level and that will always count against his legacy in that sense. Varun Deban makes an interesting point there and this is something that I've, I've picked up as well. Whenever uh, experts talk about Virat Kohli's captaincy, it's it's always showcased as his batting stats. That There, there, there is a not much more there. So if, if the same question to you, if you had to put a number out of 10... For, for Virat Kohli in, in these many years of him leading the franchise? Uh, wouldn't, wouldn't be more than six. And of course, there's a way to sort of counter the fact that his captaincy is always looked at through the lens of his batting stats, uh, which is to look at his captaincy stats. And it's 70 losses in 140 matches uh, and about 64 wins, I think. So... All said and done, it, it is a pretty average record. You don't want to be losing half your games. Uh, there's, of course, structural issues uh, in terms of how much money keeping uh, uh, Virat and uh, AB has costed RCB and how that has affected balance. Uh, I mean, there's all sorts, of th- also, all sorts of those things that you can come up with. But for many seasons, RCB have gone in with a really good squad, a decent squad. Uh, and not really trusted some of their domestic players. Um, it, it was one of the things that caught my attention uh, at the at the presentation last night when he said, uh, I've created an environment here where youngsters can express themselves. Uh, I don't know if I would agree. Uh, I don't think Shabazz going off the field yesterday, bowling zero overs would agree. Uh, so there, there, there are some contradictions there. There are There is... It hasn't been ideal. Uh, I think for players... I haven't done the numbers, but people who have captained that much in the IPL all probably have a better record. You think of guys like Dhoni and Gambhir and uh, Warner. So, among the top captains, the icons who have been in the IPL, Kohli has definitely not been the best leader. Uh, But having said that, the last two seasons, uh, I think he's been much, much better. 
the one thing that he was always missing, uh, and arguably R- RCB since inception have always been missing, is good death bowling uh, resources. Uh, Kohli, to some extent, uh, had that in the last two seasons. It was really good recruitment uh, from RCB the last two seasons, uh, particularly last year. So, uh, he leaves having gotten to the eliminator twice, which is a very good result, I think. Uh, it's not quite an IPL title, but uh, it's at least... Uh, I mean, I would say leaving the team in a better place, but who knows how this team looks next year. Uh, but uh, overall, I think a decent run. Decent run as captain. Uh, probably got a longer run than anyone else might have. Uh, but uh, all in all, a decent way to go out, I think. And listener... This is the time when we go out as well. We will leave you with just two games to go in IPL 2021. The qualifier two between the Delhi Capitals and Kolkata Knight Riders, where the winner will face the Chennai Super Kings this Friday. We will be back with our next episode on Off Stump Mike on Saturday. So do tune in for that as well. Varun and Dibayan, thank you so much for joining us this time. We will talk to you very, very soon.